Episode number 54, Strategy versus Tactics. You're listening to The Game Changers with Jason Jennings. Leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention. Now, here's worldwide best-selling author and speaker, Jason Jennings, and your host, Dale Dixon. And welcome to The Game Changers. This is the podcast dedicated to leading highly principled people to their full potential I'm your host, Dale Dixon. Jason Jennings, great to be with you today. Dale, it's great being back with you. And I uh, just want to remind folks, the book is The High Speed Company. It's on the Wall Street Journal bestseller list. It's the topic of what a lot of our podcasts are about, diving into some specific areas of that book over the past few weeks and into the next few weeks as well. And you have received a, a number of emails recently of people asking you about strategy and tactics. So let's take some time today on the podcast and answer some of those questions that are coming in because we want to have a game-changing environment in our business and have that high-speed company. So I have a feeling strategy and tactics key to those things. Dive in. Tell us what's going on. From my earliest book 14 years ago, It's Not the Big That Eat the Small, It's the Fast That Eat the Slow, and my subsequent books, uh, Less is More, Think Big, Act Small, Hit the Ground Running. I haven't necessarily touched on it in every book, but the spirit of each of those books has been to take a topic, uh, productivity, speed, leadership, innovation, reinvention, find those companies that do the best job of that particular topic area, get insight, do vast amounts of research, and distill it into a very readable and accessible 250 or 260-page book. But from my earliest book on, I said to myself, you know, these companies I'm writing about really nail strategy and they really nail tactics. And uh, unfortunately, in business, the word strategy is used so often as to have been become a business buzzword years ago. I've got a strategy for this, a strategy for that. Now, my strategy for this. Uh, now, let me think. My strategy for doing this. I just cringe every time I hear the word misused. It's actually very simple, but simple is difficult. Strategy, Dale, strategy is the big, single, huge objective. Tactics are the things that you do to achieve the big, huge objective. And so you only need one strategic objective. I promise you as an organization, if you have two or three strategic objectives, you will not deliver on all of them. I mean, when Google set out, what did they say? We are going to organize all the information in the world. Why do you need another strategy? You really need one big strategic objective. We are going to organize all the information in the world. Then they had many tactics about how they were going to achieve that. So everybody needs one big strategic objective. It's who you're trying to be, what you want to be, where you're trying to go, what you're trying to achieve. Uh, that doesn't change. And you don't need more than one big destination. But then you'll have many tactics that will assist you on the achievement of that big strategic objective. So one of the fun things about our conversations, about reading the books, you have done so many interviews with leaders. You have researched so many companies. You have this wealth of stories. So I have a feeling you've got a story in your pocket where you've seen this really come alive. You've seen the company with that one big objective that has executed on a number of tactics to achieve the big objective. Tell us the story. The story is uh, very simple. I was uh, stranded in Denver at the United Lounge, 
And uh, I was sitting, uh, actually having a beer, hoping that I'd finally get a flight. And I looked at the guy who was kind of sitting across from me, and I thought, uh, this, this guy kind of looks familiar. And he was looking at me kind of the same way. So I finally said, uh, do I know you? And he said, I've got the same feeling. I, I kind of think I know you too. And his name was Scott. I'm not going to embarrass him and use his last name. Uh, but at the time, Scott was the uh, CEO of a big, huge Silicon Valley company, big and huge. And perchance, he had actually read a couple of my earlier books and was familiar somewhat with my work. So we sat chatting, and uh, finally, I, I, and I think he'd had maybe a couple of beers. I was limiting myself to one until I got on board the airplane. I think his lips were rather well lubricated. And uh, he finally said, so you're, you're, you're the guy that writes about this stuff all the time, so help me out with something. You know, he said, every year, he said, you know, we start out with a very good strategy for the year. And then he said, as soon as we have a bad month or something bad happens, he said, I mean, you know, we're, we're doing anything to try to achieve our objectives. He said, how does a company stay strategic? And I said, you know, the best way for me to answer that question is to tell you a story. And I preface the story by saying I, I'm not a very military guy, so I very seldom use military examples. But in this instance, I've used one that kind of serves me well. And I'm going to ask you to play along with me as well, Dale, just as I asked Scott to play along with me. What I want you to imagine, Dale, is that you're the commander of a military force. And you have been at war with an opposing force for a long, long time. So let me ask you, what does any military commander want to do when they're in war? They want to do what, Dale? They want to win. Okay, they want to win the war. Okay, guess what? That's your big strategic objective. You want to win the war. You, you don't need two strategies. You don't need three. You don't need four. You need one. We want to win the war. I said, okay. And so for Scott, and I'll, I'll do it for you, Dale, too. I said, so uh, as this military commander, uh, you've been extraordinarily successful. You've almost got the war won. It's almost won. There, there's just one last group of the enemy, and they're in an encampment up on a mountainside. And I said, as soon as you take them out, as soon as you disarm them and take them out, the war will have been won, and your soldiers can go home, and you can go home victorious. So in this craggy stronghold, this fortress up on the top of the mountain, now you have to take them out. Someone ask you, Dale, like I asked Scott, and uh, let's have some fun with it. Get out of the box. What are some of the things that you could do, I mean, to take out this final enemy stronghold up on the side of the mountain? I'm thinking about bringing all of my resources to bear. I'm going to go in air. I'm going to uh, on ground, feet on the ground, assets in the air. I'm going to hit them from every direction possible. And I'm guessing there's a, a lot of information. I'm going to have intel on who they are, where they're moving, how they're moving, uh, where their strongholds are. And uh, I will use everything at my disposal to win, to wipe them out. Okay, so uh, we could uh, bomb them, we could starve them, we could infiltrate them. There's, there's lots of potential things. But now, Dale, I'm going to give you a piece of information I withheld, okay? Your, your intelligence reveals that they're holding 200 small children hostage. So now let me ask you, Dale, would you carpet bomb them? Nope, that changes the story. Yeah. Would you uh, use chemicals to take them out? Nope. No? 
Would you just set the whole thing afire or aflame? No. We're going to be uh, very pinpoint accurate in anything we're going to do. All right. So, Dale, let me ask you a question. Why wouldn't you nuke them? Why wouldn't you bomb them? I mean, why wouldn't you starve them out? Why would you not use those tactics? Because of the casualties. We want to protect Uh, the kids. Yes. Why do you care about the kids? Uh, Well, they're going to be the innocent bystanders in this whole process. But in history, there have been some unsavory military commanders who would have had no hesitation to take them out. But you don't want to take them out because it it, it doesn't fit with what? It does not fit with uh, my ethics, my moral code. There you go. It does not fit with your guiding principles. True. And therein lies the rub. Therein lies the truth that Scott didn't get and why Scott is no longer the CEO of that huge company. You need one big strategic objective. More than one big strategic objective just muddies the water. You're not going to do a great job trying to undertake three, four, five, or six strategic objectives at the same time. You need one big strategic objective. What are you trying to achieve? What are you trying to do? Who are you trying to be? Everything else are tactics. And how do you select the right tactics? What you need, and we talked about it years ago, and we'll talk about it again. What you need in order to select tactics are you need a list of five or six guiding principles, the shells and the shell nuts. And we'll talk about that in an upcoming episode. So you need one big strategic objective, lots of tactics, but you're going to need a list of four or five guiding principles to determine which tactics you're prepared to employ. So I want to go back to Scott sitting in the airport. Tell me quickly about uh, the course of the conversation. Did he... Did he have an aha moment when you arrived at the guiding principles because you said he's no longer in that position because he didn't get it? Yeah, so what happened is right when I got to that aha moment when I said, why wouldn't you do all of those things? Why wouldn't you do all of those things? Why wouldn't you bomb them and starve them and, I mean, uh, nuke them or or do whatever you want? I said, I want you to think about that for a second. I'm going to go and check to see if my flight's posted, and I'll look for your flight as well. He was going to San Jose, I was going to San Francisco, and so I, I went up and I looked at the boards, and I saw that my flight was actually going to begin boarding in about 15 minutes. So I walked back and I said, uh, both of our flights uh, are going to be boarding. I said, do you figure it out? He said, uh, you know, it's guiding principles, I guess. Uh, what are the principles going to be? And so uh, we exchanged business cards, uh, promised to stay in touch, and of course, like every chance encounter in an airline lounge, you never do. And uh, it was about a year later. I was not surprised to see that uh, he had announced he was leaving, what do they say, to pursue other interests uh, back in Colorado. It's all about the guiding principles. Have one big objective, only one, as many tactics as you need, but those are directed by your guiding principles. And we're going to cover the idea of how to put those guiding principles together Uh, in an upcoming podcast. Jason, any closing thoughts for us? Yeah, next week, some of our podcasts just happen at the last moment, but I am constantly being asked uh, by people wherever I go about speeches and about presentations and about any secrets I have for putting together powerful presentations. And I thought, you know, I'd I'd let you ask uh, me some questions about uh, uh, those 60 to 80 speeches I've done every year for the past 14 years. Uh, I think I just delivered my 1,000th keynote speech in Asia. Uh, about uh, six weeks ago. And so I thought we would talk about the perfect presentation next week. Perfect. Sounds good. We're looking forward to it. This is the podcast dedicated to leading highly principled people to their full potential. 
The Game Changers. And we appreciate if you would go online, go to iTunes, rate us, and leave a review. By doing that, you're going to tell the folks at Apple through iTunes that you are listening, you're paying attention, finding this content valuable, hopefully, and they will then make it available to more people, push it up higher in the list. And so that's the reason we ask. We definitely appreciate it. And uh, your questions always welcome. Jason, the best email to reach you. Jason at jason-jennings.com. I'm basically all over email 24-7. All right, very good. And with that, we wish you a great week. You've been listening to The Game Changers, leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention with business thought leader, best-selling author, and keynote speaker, Jason Jennings. Read Jason's most recent New York Times bestseller, The Reinventors, and visit his website at jason-jennings.com.